right now. Sorry, baby. All right. So, everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Pack the Bank Podcast. I'm Cody, longtime Packers fan, uh, here with my wonderful co-host and friend Aaron. What do we got on the on tap for uh, today, Aaron? Too much for too much for 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 really what feels like no time, in my opinion. I have enough time to talk about all this stuff. Uh, we're gonna have our own episodes, <clears throat> just solely based on free agents and the draft, which will be mock drafts and all the fun stuff like that. So, but you know, we'll talk a little bit about draft and free agency today. But uh, I guess we'll jump right in. Uh, <clears throat> you know, let's start kind of in the nitty gritty with a one that is going to be kind of fun. Uh, Tom Brady. He's the goat, man. He can be the goat all he wants, but the, that, that, that one day the goat dies. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that the goat dies Monday night. And when he does, I think he should retire. Well, I think he will. Will he? Probably not. Um, from what I'm hearing, I, I'm thinking he's going to Las Vegas. I don't see it. I'll be honest. Look, uh, Tom Tom Brady's been great his entire career, but more so than even in the 2020 year and maybe 2021, when even though after winning a Super Bowl with Tampa. He doesn't look the same, man. I mean, you can tell, you know, he's getting inconsistency. He's frustrated. He's yelling at his offensive line. I mean, he he's missing wide open throws. I mean, he's not he's not Tom Brady that we've known for years and years. And even though Derek Carr, you know, sent out his his letter, said, you know, he's out, right? I, I don't see Brady going to to the Raiders. And honestly, I don't think that he would make them a better organization if he did go. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it just depends. the The biggest thing with with Las Vegas is like the coaching situation. I don't like my, uh, I don't like Josh McDaniels. Never have. I don't. He, he failed in Denver. I don't know why the organization in Las Vegas thought that hey, bringing this guy back to head coaching position would be good because it's not. Um, that's on them. You know, I ain't, I ain't a I ain't a Las Vegas fan, so I don't really care. Um, but. Yeah, you know, I, I just think it kind of it kind it really kind of hurts Devonte Adams more because he went to Vegas for Derek Carr and then now they're kicking Derek Carr out. So it's like, one, did he make the mistake of leaving Green Bay, or mm-hmm. him leaving Green Bay was fine, but he probably should have went somewhere else instead of going to Las Vegas. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, man. I think Devontae hurt. Um, I, I think that was equal equal hurt, right? Like, we didn't know at the beginning of the year what Christian Watson, what Romeo Dobbs were going to be. I mean, Aaron Aaron Rodgers has never been great with new receivers. It, it's no secret to anybody. Um, it takes time. It takes a lot of time for him to develop that chemistry with people. What him and Devontae had was real special. And honestly, I think it it hurt. Uh, it hurt us a little bit more than it did Devontae. But at the end of the day, I still think that there is a little bit of regret on his on his side because he's like, dang, I mean, you know, my old team didn't make the playoffs, but we surely didn't either. I mean, <laughs> they are, I mean, they were losing games left and right, you know. Right. 
I mean, that's but Adams didn't have a bad year, even with Cart the helm. He still didn't have. I mean, I think Devontae had fourteen touchdowns. I think 12, 14, something like that. Yeah, Devontae still balled out as Devontae was going to. I had no no worries about that. But yeah, I don't know, man. Is I don't know. I just I just think that Brady needs to. I think I think Brady needs to go ahead and just hang it up. I don't think he's lost his family. You know, no wife. And gets to see his kids, I guess, but going winning the division at with nine wins and probably gonna be first round exits to Dallas isn't like crazy good to lose your wife for. I think even going undefeated and winning the Super Bowl still wouldn't be worth losing my family. No, nah, I, I don't think so either. And honestly, I mean, you know, this is a uh, a trending topic that we have right now with quarterbacks that just need to uh, probably hang it up. More on that later. Right. Well, while more on that later, we can talk about it now. <laughs> Rogers still in, or are we going to see a a new a new era in Green Bay with Mister J Love? Man, I guess this is kind of my section to talk about. So I'll uh, I'll kind of spill my guts here. Listen, I love Aaron Rodgers. All right. He has been my quarterback since, I mean, since I can remember. I watched a little bit of Favre growing up, but but Rodgers was the man, you know. Um, but his play this season, the way that he goes about missing OTAs, uh, missing some practices, then, you know, you're trying to get on – with your rookie receivers, you're trying to have them do like these hand and arm signals that you learned 10, 20 years ago when you were new in the system. And they were, I mean, these kids are still in middle school and now you're overthrowing them saying that they're running the wrong routes, but yet you weren't even there during OTAs and you don't know if you even want to play. And it's been like this for the last three seasons. I mean, I, like I said, I love Rogers. I really do. I've been a Packers fan my entire life, but, there comes a time where you kind of start to see the writing on the wall. We saw it in 2008 with Favre. Well, not 2008, 2005 with, with Favre. You know, the the previous year when he said that he wanted to retire. Okay, cool. But we've got Aaron Rodgers now. The same thing is now here with Jordan Love. And I was one of the Packer fans that said, and look, I'm going to make y'all mad, whatever. I was one of the Packer fans that was excited for Jordan Love. I'm excited for Jordan Love because I know that that kid has talent. He does. He's he's talented. I'm not – listen, I've said some outlandish stuff, uh, you know, just talking in, like, group chats, stuff like that, um, about him winning, like, MVPs and stuff. I don't know that for real. But I do think he's got talent at the quarterback position, and I think he can start. What are your thoughts? Two things on that. One – Rewind a little bit to what you're talking about with Rodgers and the writing on the wall. And the last three seasons, missing OTAs, missing practices, you know, and and just being Aaron Rodgers, I guess, the new hippie, new age Aaron Rodgers, I I like to call it. That is where I started to think this is why Adams left. It wasn't money. It wasn't none of that. It was where Adams is like, dude, you got to chill. Like, you're being – You've completely flipped. You're a different person now. And you're being like a douche for no reason. 
So it's like, and you know, you're not showing up to camp. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. And you're supposed to be. I don't care who you bring on that that Packers team. At the end of the day, the star was around Aaron Rodgers twenty four seven. When you say Green Bay, you think Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> so that's why I think that Adams was like, "I right, am leaving." Did he make the right choice overall? Probably not, but it is what it is. You got Christian Watson. Watson's going to be a stud. I mean, he looks good and he looks really good. Yeah. Um, to Jordan Love, I don't fully trust Jordan Love yet because I haven't seen enough tape on the kid. Like it's it's like yeah, but he looked good in college. He played at Utah State, right? Was it Utah or Utah State? Yeah, yeah, Utah State. Yeah, Utah State. Can you name Utah State's opponents? I mean, do they play anybody really insane? Like he does he yeah, see, that's another thing. Like, and I know that that doesn't really mean a, mean a lot, but at the same time, when you're playing in the SEC and now the ACC and arguably the Big Ten, where you're playing more NFL talent guys, you know, that's why the, the Bryce Youngs, the the Trevor Lawrence's, the Joe Burrows of the world get as much hype as they do coming in. And the Jordan Loves, Brock Purdy's don't. Do I think Jordan? Hey man, but Brock Purdy's making some waves. Hey, I ain't hating on my man. I ain't. I, ain't, <laughs> I like. I like some Brock Purdy. I like. I'm cheering for him. I need my man CMC to to go win that ring this year. That's what I'm cheering for. I, I don't like the 49ers, but I guess I'm cheering for him. Uh, I want a Jaguars 49ers Super Bowl. That'd be the coolest thing ever. <laughs> but uh, nah, I mean. I'm just saying, like they don't they don't get the love they deserve. So, because they're not playing the talent, you know, they're not playing the five star guys. Yeah, it's not happening, and it sucks. But at the same time, I, I understand it. Um, I can't say it's going to be terrible at Green Bay. I've never, I haven't in the last forty years, not forty yet, but in the last forty years, you haven't had a bad quarterback. In Green Bay, so you can't really say, well, he's going to suck in Green Bay. Well, you know, they said the same thing about Aaron Rodgers, and you see how that turned out. So, yeah, um, they sure did. And no, Brett Favre didn't get drafted by Green Bay, but no, nobody really even knows he was on Atlanta unless you just like Brett Favre. Yeah. Um, because when you say Favre, you think of the Packers, Green Bay, you don't think of the Jets, and you don't think of the Vikings. That's a joke. Ugh. Um, but yeah, I, I got to see more on J love. So I, I, I want Rogers to be there just cause we're going to that game this year, just cause I want to see Rogers. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind seeing J love. I'll be honest. Uh, you know, I know that you haven't seen a whole lot of film on him and I'm sure that the Panthers fans listening have not seen a lot of film on him as well. But, um, if you go back and watch, uh, our game versus the Eagles, even though it's a very small sample size, if you go back and and you look at that fourth quarter where he had the completed touchdown pass to Christian Watson and then a couple other throws that were just throws that, quite frankly, Rodgers had even missed in the game before he got taken out um, and were missing the, the rest of the season, even during the Week 18 game versus the Lions. Um, I caught myself several times saying, that was a throw that Jordan could have made. And I, I mean, I'm not saying by, by any stretch of the imagination that he is going to be better than Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he is, nor do I think we'll have a talent 
as close to what Aaron Rodgers was in his prime for a long time. Patrick Mahomes might come close. But Jordan Love, I think he'll be a serviceable starter. I really do. I, I think Pat Mahomes is, in all honesty, one of the best QBs I've ever actually seen play. That dude yeah. is that dude's a different breed down there, man. At, mm, uh, Casey at, got him a good one. That sat for a year. Crazy what happens when you let Q, you draft a QB and they sit and yeah, you let them just you, chill out. Look at you, Corral. Yeah, Matt Corral. You don't always have to reach. Yeah, seriously. All right, <clears throat> what do we got next? I see one. Uh, all right, well, pop it up. What you want to do? All right. Next, we're going to talk about my main man down there in B-Town. Where will Lamar Jackson play in 2023? You want to go ahead and, ter- and start this one? Because I know you guys are on a QB carousel right now. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be Carolina. I can promise you that. Uh, I ain't trading for him because I'm telling you right now, you're damn crazy if you think Baltimore ain't tagging his ass. Yep. And anybody's like, no, nah, no. Nah. Nah. If, if Lamar Jackson plays for another team, Baltimore's going to get some compensation. I'm telling you that. And you know where that compensation's coming from in my book? I think it's coming from the Miami Dolphins. I could see that. Cause... And I think a sneaky and I think a very sneaky team that you could watch, it would be terrible for them to do it, is Chicago. I don't see Chicago doing it. I don't think Chicago, they're ready to move on to Chicago... fields. I don't either, but there's rumors going around that Chicago could take a QB at one if they don't trade back. It'd be the stupidest thing ever. That's fine, but send me Justin Fields. I'll take Justin Fields. Oh, yeah. I wanted oh, yeah. Justin Fields. I, I love J.C. Horn, big Horn fan, but I wanted Justin Fields at the time. I don't regret the J.C. Horn pick now. I, I knew he was a good – he was my number one corner that year anyway, and he is still better than Patrick Sertan and all of you that disagree – Check them stats this year, buddy. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, <clears throat> give me uh, yeah, give me Justin Fields. I, I'll take Justin Fields off again. I'm not, I ain't giving you a first for him. Nope. Nah. I give you. I give you a. I give you a second, maybe a fourth and a fifth. I'll send you Shaq Thompson. Nah, I'll tell. I'll take Justin Fields in a heartbeat. Ain't gonna be no more QB carousel. Carolina's probably going to end up drafting this year. We'll talk more about that later. But yeah, I think I think Lamar Lamar's three destinations right now is probably Miami. I think Miami's number one. Um, <clears throat> I don't know their cap situation, but I think the Vikings are a team you could watch. Kirk Cousins is cool and all. But, man, you put Lamar with Justin Jefferson, nah, that's scary. I mean, I'm sorry, Packer fans, that sucks. But that, that would suck. That would that'd be awful. Yeah, that would be pretty but, bad. <laughs> that's not, that wouldn't be cool for y'all. And you ain't going to like this one either because I think Detroit's another spot he could go. Wow, all three of the NFC North teams? I know, I'm sorry. Man. I don't think, think Chicago. to the North? I don't. I, Detroit, I'm not going to say Detroit's a QB away. But Detroit is 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 built very well. They 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 do have a good a good foundation. Um, you know they they've got they've got three of their walls up. They need to put that other one up and then put the roof on with the QB and they'll be good. Because Jared Jared Goff ain't the guy. The only reason I don't think he'd go to Detroit 
is because of Jared Goff's contract. I think his contract is like exponentially big. It's huge. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, the Vikings is just someone I threw in there because it'd be cool to see him and Justin Jefferson together. Um, but yeah, I, I really think it's Miami. The Jets is another team that you could bring up. The Jets, because Zach Wilson is the bust of all bust. Yeah, he is. He's he's bad. I'll bring up one. Uh, look, I, I want to start this off by saying I fully believe that Lamar Jackson will be a Raven at the beginning of the 2023 season. Fully yeah, believe I it. Too. I do too. I think he gets tagged. However, there is one team that you did not mention that is a very quarterback needy team that was a playoff team last year. Of course, they are a playoff team this year, but they need a quarterback more than ever. And that's the Seattle Seahawks. Lamar in Seattle. It's it not would, bad, man. I'm gonna tell you what. That man Gino balling out. Man. <laughs> I think they really like some Gino Smith. I mean, they could like him, but that look said, at that man said they wrote me off, but I didn't write back. Nah, that's 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 that was quarter of the year. That was it. He won comeback player of the year and everything. He's that he's I like I like Gino. And that's I, right, I like Seattle. That's a good little. It's a good. It's a good team. But um, look, I'm just I'm just thinking kind of outside the box here, right? Let, let's just think about this, right? Mike White goes out for the Jets, balls out, right? Mike White doesn't get injured, but they put Zach Wilson in because he's back healthy after a couple after a couple weeks. Turns out Zach Wilson's a bust, right? Whatever, we knew this. Mike White gets injured. There's nothing you can do about it. You have to put Zach in now. You got to play him. Same thing happens in San Francisco next year. I'll tell you one thing, right? Brock Purdy is not going to be the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers next year. It's either going to be great. Um, unless he lost, he loses that job next year, going into the next season, no matter how far they go this year. I don't see why he wouldn't be the starter. Unless, I'm not, unless Trey Lance, because I'm going to be honest with you, I don't believe in Trey Lance. I don't think Trey I don't believe in Trey Lance either. either. I, but I'm not convinced that Kyle Shanahan is going to say, Oh yeah, you have one good season and a, you won a couple games. Let's make you the starter. I don't have that faith in Kyle Shanahan because I think he likes to hang on to people for way too long. I.e., Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, Jimmy G shouldn't be there. I'm be honest. Jimmy G probably, in all honesty, should have been in Carolina. Jimmy G should have stayed in New England. That's another thing we can bring up. If Jimmy G leaves San Francisco, I think New England is a very, very place he's got circled like i'd go back to new england under bill why not that or he'll go and hook up with his boy josh mcdaniels on the raiders i could see that one too and i just i don't I, I just i i rip nah nah i don't i don't mm. i like Derek carr i do i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind Derek carr if we didn't go through the baker mayfield sam darnold experiment yeah. We have went from one man's trash, Bridgewater, Darnold, uh, Baker, back to 2020 Cam. You know, I mean, to I, I'm, I'm finished with it. Either roll with Matt Corral next season or drop to QB. Stop stop trying to get another. And, that, and that's where when we get to our other topics, we'll bring more of that up. But 
No, I don't. I don't see Derek Carr coming here. Uh, Derek Carr is a good place to be for a Washington. Yep. Um, I think Washington's a good spot for Derek Carr. Um, the Jets, any, any, really, any kind of QB needy teams that probably aren't drafting one this season. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do some. Actually. Next, let's uh, let's head over to uh, good old good old North Carolina. Let's talk about what you guys got going on down there with your uh, your coaching situation. Man, what a cluster! <laughs> he was told, "Hey, it's going to be a short list, very small list, very very little." And now we have ten candidates. So you know, I don't know what you consider small, but ten's not small. It's you know, decent amount. Yeah, that's a um, medium-sized list. You know, <clears throat> and I'm going to just put it, frankly, just pretty blunt about it. Um, we all know how the Rooney Rule works. And Jim Caldwell, no, he's there for that. I'm, I mean, I hate saying it. He'd probably be a damn good OC. Like, I'm, I'd, I'd be for Jim Caldwell as an offensive coordinator. Um, Jared Mayo, no, absolutely not. He's a linebacker coach in New England. What I mean, other than no, he's not getting that job. Uh, I would say D'Amico Ryan's, but he would probably be a good fit for a head coach. But apparently that fell through today. I don't know what happened. Oh, sources have sources have cited that D'Amico Ryan's and the Panthers interview is no longer a thing. Um, Steve Wilkes. I think Steve. I think there's a there's more of an argument that. What has Steve Wilkes proved being the interim for him to not get the job than there is of what has he done? No, I'm saying like there's more of an argument to say what has he done. I'm trying to say like I don't know where it is. There's more that shows that he deserves it than he doesn't deserve it. So I should yeah. say it like that. Um the dude had more wins. As an interim head coach that came in six six, he came in and we were one in one in five. It was after the 49ers game. I think we were one in five. And we finished the season with seven wins. He won six games. In two years, Matt Rule won 10, five apiece. That right there proves something. The team played so much differently under Steve Wilkes because he's a leader. He's a leader of men. And, you know, Rule's issue was he tried to cut certain people out of the Carolina Panthers history books. He didn't want to hear about certain people. Here. He didn't want to hear about certain people that wasn't Matt certain, Rule guys. Certain number ones, maybe. Yeah, certain, certain very important players in Panthers history. Hmm. Um. Most valuable players, some might say. Yeah, yeah, some some MVPs or something, something crazy like that. <clears throat> um, but after the 49ers game, you know, it, Panther players didn't come around. Old old Panther players didn't come around while Matt Rule was a coach. We fired Matt Rule, and the next like Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, like I think Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis was at practice. Jonathan Stewart showed up, and I'm like, that. That that's make that makes a to for them to not say anything. That's a pretty loud statement. Yeah. Um. You, you can't you can't be like that as a head coach. 
you should have because he had a hundred percent control over all the media team. Because people in the media oh, yeah. team come out on Twitter and was like, "This dude was telling us what to and what not to post." That's why you was winning five games a year because you're like, "I don't want to see Cam Newton." No, the Panther way. We want to see Sam Darnold and Teddy Bridgewater. Stop. Just stop it. And then to come on a presser and say, well, we've never had a winning culture in Charlotte. Wrong. You may not have had a long one, but we've had winning cultures. We understand what winning is like here in Charlotte. Maybe not winning the big the big trophy at the end, but we know what it's like to go 15-1 and one and to pack the bank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shameless. So. <laughs> Like that, right? <laughs> um, but nah, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm so glad he's gone. I was that was the happiest I've been. Honestly, we could have won Super Bowl this year. I wouldn't have cared because I'd have been I'd have been happy either way with just firing his his him. Um, yeah. But yeah, but but Steve Wilkes is one of my lead candidates. It was Harbaugh. Harbaugh was my number one until apparently he was calling, pretty much begging for a job interview, and David Tepper was like, no, don't know why you would say no to that. Uh, that man, if you look at his records when it comes to NFL coaching, they're very nice, um, but that's fine. Maybe he doesn't trust hiring another straight-out-of-college head coach again. That's, that's understandable, I guess, but Harbaugh has the NFL background, so that's why I don't understand why you wouldn't even have the interview. Um, but right now, I think Ben Johnson, the uh, Detroit Lions offensive coordinator, has the highest odds of getting the job. Uh, but between oh, what, Ben Johnson, what, what, about, what 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 about what about Sean Payton? I thought I thought he was going to be you guys. No, absolutely not. Absolutely, I don't what, know who told what about you that. Sean Payton? <laughs> who brought up Sean Payton? Because I'm going to tell y'all right now, a lot of Panther fans may not know this. Sean Payton is still under contract in New Orleans. So you know what that means? You got to trade for him. Do you understand what a Super Bowl winning head coach draft stock is going to be? Just going to be. Now add into it for a division rival. You like that ninth pick? You want to trade up in the draft? Yeah. Go ahead and trade for Sean Payton. I bet you ain't got. I bet. I bet you ain't got a first round pick the next three years, buddy. That dude would be so no, nah, absolutely not. Sean Payton can kick rocks. I don't want Sean Payton anyway. That man, any any Panther fan that wants Sean Payton is on crack. Then boy, they don't remember when Bounty Gate was a real thing, and my man got suspended for throwing out money for headshots on Cam Newton. So no, nah, I don't want him nowhere near. My stadium. Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator for the Eagles. Between him, Steve Wilkes, and Ben Johnson, I'm not going to complain between them three. I wouldn't complain at all. Uh, I think it'll look really bad if you don't give Steve Wilkes the job just because of what he's done and all the players pretty much coming out and being like, yeah, this is who we want. So I think you give him an – I think – in all honesty, you do a three-year deal. And like, like you got three years. But my only thing is we're not doing this. I'd tell him straight up, I'd be like, we're not doing this QB carousel. Go get your guy. If you don't get him this year, fine. 
But next year, it is required. You go get your guy. And if it's Matt Corral, then it's Matt Corral. But I don't know. Like I said, I just – between them three guys and getting a QB, I'm, I'm cool with it. Just, just as a head coach, you have to have your own guy. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Um, yeah, man, I really, to me personally, I think that, uh, that Steve Wilkes is probably you guys' guy. Um, I mean, Ben Johnson, he's a good, I I really like what he's doing over there in Detroit, even though we have to play him two times a year. I really do think that, uh, that offensive scheme that he runs would be really beneficial, even though you guys are in a little bit of a quarterback crisis, whoever is taking snaps under center, I do think would probably benefit from that scheme. Because uh, even though he has Jared Goff throwing the ball right now, it seems like it's a really efficient scheme. Like he's getting it out pretty quickly. And then there's a heavy balance of like run pass. And I know that you guys with Devontae Foreman developing over like the back half of the season. I mean, it, it would be a pretty nasty, uh, nasty offense in, in Carolina. So I think that'd be really good for you guys. Um, if I had to put them, you know, numerically, I think. Uh, Steve Wilkes would probably be num- my number one just because of what he did do with you guys. I mean, winning, going from one and six to finishing the season with seven wins. I mean, that's that's hard to do in, a, in an organization that probably doesn't have a whole lot of motivation. And they're just looking that at traded you. Away your, <clears throat> that traded away their star player. So, Yep. Yep. No more CNC in Carolina. Yep. San Francisco got our coach fired and stole our best player. So... Go win the Super Bowl. You deserve it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. But, uh, all right. Well, our next topic, a very interesting one that I saw. A man that has been leaked to seemingly both of our teams, whether for rumors or other reasons. But DeAndre Hopkins, where is he going? I can tell you right now, it won't be Green Bay. (laughs) No, it won't be Green Bay. Um, I think because of – I think because of his (laughs) – I think because of his connection with Belichick, man, I think New England's the one you got to watch. Maybe. So I think, yeah, I think, I think it's then. I, I, that's that's what I'm seeing, man. A lot of New England floating around there. Um, I think he needs to get out of there. They've they've said, you know, Carolina fans, of course, are like, go get D Hop, trade for D Hop. You want to trade for a 30 plus year old receiver? Absolutely not. No. He's free agency. He free agency. Will you give him his own contract? That's fine. The only way I'm trading for D Hop is if I traded, I'd trade a third for him. At the most, probably. Yeah. But that contract, yeah, it's probably half, most three quarters of it is staying in Arizona. They can pay it, not me. I'm not paying that contract. But I'm glad yeah. D Hop's leaving because I don't think Kyler Murray's all that good. I don't think he is either. I also think that Kyler Murray, the. I think the last couple of years, uh, Kyler Murray has really shown that when it's like time to perform and be that elite quarterback that I think Arizona wanted him to be, uh, he falls short. And it's not because, I mean, it just seems like uh, what Pat P said on uh, the Pat McAfee show, I I don't even know, maybe like a month or two ago when he was on there. Kyler Murray's Um, all about himself. 
Kyler Murray is about Kyler Murray. And I, I don't think that you're just going to say that just to take shots at somebody, but you're, I mean, if that is who he is, that's who he is. Um, and I, I think that that really shows in his play um, because there are rumors that he's not even reading like the playbook. He's not studying film. And if you're going to do that, you don't deserve to get paid and you don't deserve to be a starting quarterback in the league. Which you're not going to make it. Which is why Kingsbury got fired. I kind of figured that was coming. Yep. He's so. he's he's not good. No, he's not good either. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I'll be honest with you guys. Uh it it'll probably come down to later on this season, if anything actually does happen with him. Right now, I don't have a destination where I could really see DeAndre Hopkins going and being a like surefire number one. There's so many young rookies right now in the NFL. Um, not even rookies, but like, you know, second, third year guys that got drafted to be that number one dude. And they've stepped up already and have become that number one receiver, number one receiver. And uh, I just right now I can't like definitively say like, yes, if he went to this team, he would be in the starting lineup. I, I genuinely feel like the reason why he's a starter in Arizona is because other than Kyler Murray, who who do the Cardinals have at receiver? Or not Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, excuse me. Yeah. But but other than other than D Hop, who are they throwing to? Yeah, they got Rondell Moore, but not really proven enough to, you know. Um they don't they don't they're that team is about to hit a rebuild mode here in a minute. So oh, yeah, I, I fully feel like they're already in that mode. I mean, JJ Watt retired, by the way, great career for JJ Watt. Um, yeah, surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. Absolutely. It was a privilege to see him play. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that he got out of the Texans. I'm sorry that it ended the way it did with the Cardinals, but I, I have nothing but respect for JJ Watt. I think he's a great person. I think he was a great player. I just wish that uh, he would have gotten a chance to play um in his alma mater state of wisconsin but unfortunately that did not happen but it's still on wisconsin baby i was kind of surprised jj didn't go to pittsburgh for a season and play with tj i was really i was really kind of hoping he would just just for the hell of it um because it'd have been cool to see him yeah play with his brother but uh Yeah. yeah yeah dude jj's jj's fantastic great dude and he was on hard knocks just watching him on Hard Knocks is really cool. Um, you know, I, I understand wanting to get out of the game. Just just had his first kid, so, yeah, I'm all for it, man. Good for him. Um, I enjoyed watching Cam beat you all those years. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, it was it was, yeah, it was was awesome seeing, seeing JJ. And I'm, yeah, glad I got to see him play. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, man. What do we got next? Uh, I guess we'll throw in some, let's talk a little bit about free agency. Yeah. Um, when it comes to free agents and I'll pull up my free agent list for who we've got. Um, there's really not many people that I think that, you keep this season. Um, mm. For us, 
my top three that I for sure am like, yeah, she's bringing him back. Without a doubt, you bring back Bradley Bozeman, the center this season. Um, the dude came in. We had a top five offensive line once he started playing, not just because of him, of course, but because of just everybody. The whole line just clicked. You bring him back, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Dante Foreman, if it wasn't yeah. for the Saints game, where the last game where he got uh, ejected for throwing a punch, which was the Saints guy's fault. Uh, screw you, Saints. I hate you. Um, he'd have been a thousand yard back rusher. Uh, just had to get that out there, and all. And I hope for every Saint fan that watches this, uh, just don't subscribe because I hate you. Um, it's not worth you. It's not worth my. It's not worth subscribe. Subscribe. Don't. Oh man. Um, and uh, and you got to bring the goat back, man. You got to bring my man JJ Jansen back. JJ Jansen's the goat, man. He's been on the team since like two thousand eight. 2007, man, been here through it all, man. So, yeah, he's a long snapper, man. That man ain't doing nothing. He ain't doing nothing. (laughs) So, bring that man back, let him play. We drafted a long snapper in the sixth round two years ago. And my my late 30-year-old long snapper beat him out of his own job. So, yeah, bring that man back. Uh, But, yeah, them three are the three that I'm just like, yes, absolutely. Um. Right now, we only have one QB on roster, and that's a injured Matt Corral. Fantastic. Nice. Um, between F- PJ Walker and Sam Darnold, depending on what Sam is looking for contract-wise, I wouldn't mind bringing him back as a backup. Whether you're starting Corral, or you're starting, um, or you're going to draft and start somebody else. If you're not going to draft, then bring back Sam, and you have a competition. And I think Matt could win that competition. Now, I'm not going to discredit what Sam did the last couple of weeks. He did great. He did. He did. He did really good. Um, but you know, everybody's like calling for Sam to come back on a couple multi-year deal, and I'm like, we got. You know, yeah, he looked good for a couple games, but he looked good for a couple games in 2021 when we went three and zero, and then he fell apart. So it's like. Let's say we do sign him to a three-year deal to be the starter. And then he plays a couple games next year and looks pretty good. And then he falls apart again and we win four or five games on, and that's it. And then your Panther fans are going to go back to this. Well, we hate Sam Darnold. Why did we? But you're calling, stop calling for something that, that last season you was bitching about. That's my biggest thing with Sam. Yeah. Unfortunately, Packer fans are the same way. It's just uh, it's not Sam Darnold. It's Aaron Rodgers. Right. Well, Aaron Rodgers is Super Bowl winning, like one of the top top five best QBs of all time. So it's a little more understandable with that one. You don't want to leave. You you know, it's great while you have it, and when it's gone, it sucks. You know, we're going through it right now. Every yeah, not having Cam, it hurts, but it is what it is. I mean, it's time to move on. Um, But yeah, and then. um, I think you could. You, I think there's an argument you could bring back the kicker that we signed to have a competition, Mister Eddie Panero, and have a competition with him and uh, Zane Gonzalez for the kicking spot. They're both really good kickers, so either way, I'd be fine with whichever one of them. But those are my four that I'm big on. Um, the other, the other guys are just kind of fill-ins, just some yep. special team dudes and stuff. So I'm not really going to get into those until the, you know, we'll. When we have our actual free agent day, we'll talk really in depth of 
the Packers and all of the Panthers and who we should bring back. And then uh, we'll go through all the other teams. We'll have just one episode just strictly on free agency. Same thing when it comes to draft. We'll have a little bit of draft talk about the Packers and Panthers tonight, but then we'll have some mock drafts. And then um, on draft night, we will actually go live and watch the draft. The f- probably for now, just the first round. Yep. But uh, if we get this fan base pretty high to where we have multiple people watching with us, um, you know, I'm down to watch Friday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and we'll watch all seven rounds, and we'll boo, and we'll scream, and cry, and we'll do it all together, man. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, real quick from uh from the Green Bay side of the house, as far as free agents go, got a we got a couple on here. Got about sixteen guys that are free agents this this year. Um. The big ones that I want back, uh, I would like Adrian Amos to come back. I think since we got him from the Bears, he has uh, had a career renaissance in Green Bay. I think he's been great for us. Um, had a had a down year this year from what I think we have come to expect and what he's come to expect from his play um, in the secondary, but I think he kind of picked it up um, a little bit as the year went on, but that was the story for the defense. Unfortunately, um, they were up and down all year as well as the offense, which was just sputtering anyways. And one of the big reasons that the offense did do a little bit was because of Mr. Alan Lazard, who after week 18 versus Detroit pretty much said he thinks that this was his last game in a Packers uniform. I think that he's going to test the market see how it goes and see what he feels. I think that Allen, after signing his tender this past off season is kind of wanting more. Um, I don't think that he'll be as utilized because I don't think that he's a true number one receiver. Um, I think he's a solid number two. He's a very good blocking back, but he's not going to be that number one go to like 40 yard downfield, you know, get the touchdown. He's a work in the middle of the field, get you a first down type of guy, which is not bad, but I don't think, um, I don't think that he is going to get the money that he thinks he needs. Uh, Randall Cobb. I'm kind of hoping that Randall Cobb retires. Uh, I've seen Randall Cobb as a receiver for a long time. I loved Randall Cobb. I really hated when he went to Dallas. Um, where he didn't really do a whole lot. Aaron Rodgers wanted him back for a little bit, and I could understand why. He's come up for us in some big-time plays over the past couple seasons as he's been back as a Packer. Um, I'd really love for him to retire as a Packer. Um, I think that he's one of the better receivers that we've had in Green Bay, and I think he will always be memorable for his first game in 2011, I think it was, where he ran back the kick return for 108 yards to the house, similar to Mr. Keyshawn Nixon, who I need for us to sign back this year because he is our first uh, resemblance of what a good kick return specialist looks like. Um, I really think that he got snubbed over Cordero Patterson, um, who got uh, nominated to the All-Pro team this year. Um Nothing against Cordero, but 
I do think that Mr. Keyshawn had the better year. Other than that, we got a couple of guys. We got Mercedes Lewis, who I think is coming back anyways. Um, Mason Crosby, who I believe will be will be back on a one or two year deal until he decides to retire. Um, Yash Neiman, who has been a great tackle for us, uh, he did get a little bullied by Aiden Hutchinson, but who doesn't in Week 18? Um, uh, but Yash has been solid. Aquanu. I'm sorry, you just said who doesn't. I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm not hating on the Packers, not hating on you. I'm just saying Aiden Hutchinson was the number two pick. It was like, ah, oh, rah, rah, here comes Aiden Hutchinson. And he was quiet during that Panthers game. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. That's fair. That's what fair. a good left tackle does, guys. Well, you know, our left tackle likes to get injured, but, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to talk about David Bakhtiari. Right At least now. you got a left tackle, though. So for years, we didn't have one. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I would like to see us bring back Justin Hollins. He was a late season pickup from the Rams. Uh, I thought he played very well. His first game for us where he was a big stud was the Eagles game where we almost had that comeback. Um other than that, we just have a couple guys that are kind of fill-in players. Um, I'm seeing, like, Dean Lowry. Honestly, Dean Lowry has been kind of falling off for a long time, and if he goes somewhere and gets paid, then good for him. If not, I uh, can't really say a whole lot about him, um, nor do I have really thoughts on him because I personally have not seen what I wanted to out of him probably since the 2020 season when he had – I believe five sacks on the year. So um, I'm good, man. I think that wraps up the Packers for me right now. Yeah. I just, uh, I wanted to bring something up real quick, man. Um, for, for, for Carolina, I want to talk about how um, we kind of hit, found a diamond in a rough in 2018. An undrafted rookie was picked up by the New York jets and he played for the jets for about two years. Let's see. Yeah. 18 till the 2021 season where the Panthers picked him up. Um, his name is Frankie Luvu. Came out, looked good last year. And then we re-signed him to a two-year, $9 million deal. Okay. Um, Matt Milano from Buffalo. These are all linebackers. Matt Milano from Buffalo. CJ Mosley from the Jets. And Demario Davis from the uh, – New Orleans Saints are all are all all received Pro Bowl all Pro votes. I don't know if they all. I guess they got votes, but I don't know if they got all Pro or how that works. Um, Frankie Louvu did not receive a single Pro Bowl, a single All Pro vote. Sorry. Um, here is their their stats just to um, do this in tackles. C.J. Mosley leads with one hundred and fifty eight. Uh, Frankie Louvu has 111. Demario Davis has 109. Matt Milano has 99. Tackle for losses. Uh, Frankie leads with 19. Two away from Luke Keekley's 21. Or is it, or it's either one away from 20 or two away from tying Luke Keekley at 21. I can't remember. Um, Matt Milano has 12. Demario Davis has 10. CJ Mosley has five. Um, sacks. Demario Davis has six and a half. Matt Milano has one and a half. CJ Mosley has one. Frankie Louvu has seven. 
And then touchdowns, Milano has three, which are all been three pick sixes. Um, Demario Davis and CJ Mosley both have a pick six. And I'm sorry, turnovers. These are turnovers. I'm sorry, my bad. I thought it was a TD. So Milano has three turnovers with three picks. Davis and Mosley both have one interception each. And Frankie Louvu has two with a forced fumble and an interception. At $9 million, that's a steal. That is a steal. Um, dude played outrageous as a linebacker. 19 tackle for losses is insane. We haven't seen that since Luke Keekley. Nope, not comparing him. Never will compare another linebacker to Luke Keekley. Everybody can say the greatest linebacker of all time in Panther history is Sam Mills. I agree to an extent, uh, but it's Luke Keekley. No, there's zero arguments. There's probably the argument to be made that Luke Keekley is probably the greatest Panther of all time. But then you have to argue Steve Smith. Um, but yeah, Frankie Louvu, $9 million. His contract is up this year. Uh, he's going to be expensive. And he's worth every single penny. Just as Brian Burns is, who's going to get a nice big extension this offseason. And he is worth every single penny. Yep. So, but yeah, that's just the that's just something I thought I'd add just for fun. Um, but yeah, so like I said, free agency will bring that up more later. Um, you have the stuff. Do you have the stuff pulled up for y'all's cap situation? Um, I do not, but I can get it pulled up. Um, I know it's not great. Yeah, we're not. Um, Chicago has the greatest. You talk about somebody that should have an off season. The greatest offseason should be Chicago because well, this is without re-signing anybody as of right now, but Chicago sitting at $98 million in free agency. The, um, that's insane. Oh, that's, yep. that's just ridiculous. No, I'm sorry. I, I was looking at the wrong thing. Cap space, they're sitting at $115 million. Yeah. Right. Um, um, yeah, yeah. They're sitting at 115. Got, million. The next, the next closest is 54 million with the Giants. Um, I'm trying to find us. Yeah. Okay, I found ours. We're sitting at negative four million. <laughs> We're right behind you at negative 13, which is nice. better nice, nice, nice. than what we had uh, last year. So, New Orleans, New Orleans stays in cap hell. They have been in cap hell forever. They're at negative 53. Um, and while we're down here, and at number 30 at negative 24 million Tennessee, I would be surprised if Derrick Henry's contract either isn't fixed up a little bit or if Derrick Henry isn't a Titan much longer. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Uh... It, it's really. Can't, I'm... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay. It, it's sad to uh, to say, but I don't know if Derrick Henry will play in the NFL very much longer. Yeah. He uh, had probably one of the worst downfalls from being a literal rushing yards leader, like almost three years in a row to like last year. And then th now this year, I mean, he just is not, he's not doing great. He's still second 
in yards, touchdowns, and first in attempts. I mean, he still had a good season. Well, I Do you want like to take that. back everything you just said? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to take it back. I'm not going to take it back. Oh, man, dude. I'm not um, going to take it back, but uh, I, I don't know, man. I I don't see, like, paying a running back the type no, of money that he's getting paid. You don't pay running backs. Because when no. you pay a running back after a 1K, 1K season. They don't they have miss no seasons. Th- they miss 38 games. Yeah. Looking at you, McCaffrey. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go to San Francisco and they have one of the greatest seasons ever. Um, but still, now you you don't pay running backs. Running back is the most, is the easiest by far the easiest, um, position to fix, man. You, you, I, I could care less to ever pay a running back. If we don't, if we don't get Dante Foreman back, that's fine. Um, I would, I won't think tank Bigsby, um, I'm an Auburn fan, so I kind of got a little bias right there, but I'd love to get Tank from Auburn. Dude's a beast. Um, B. John Robinson and Jameer Gibbs. I'm not gonna get into trade, I'm not gonna get into draft talk now, but I'm just saying you within every four to five years, if you drafted a running back or just picked one up in free agency for dirt, I wouldn't care. You don't need a thousand yard back to win Super Bowl. You don't. No, nope. you just need a There's, consistent one that can get you first downs. That's that's all I need. I need 12 first downs for me. That's, you know, or however many you got to get in the game. I don't care. I don't need you to be, I don't need a 1K, 1K. I don't even need you to run a thousand yards in a year. I don't care about that, man. Just do your job. You do yep. your job. We win Super Bowls. I don't care. You show me a team that was built around their running back or even had a, had a superstar running back that won the Super Bowl in the last 30 years. I don't think you can. That had like one of the that their running back was the, I mean you're like Garrett Blunt, you're, yeah, yeah. I mean who was on the Kansas City Chiefs? Was it Clyde? Clyde was Clyde Edwards, Leonard Fournette, all of them. Man, they're not main. They're not like Jay Ajayi. Guy. There you go. Jay Ajayi won a won a Super Bowl with the Eagles Ajayi. as the starting quarterback. He's not even in the NFL anymore. <sighs> Man, dude, uh, you know Nick Foles won that too. So if that makes you feel any better, who who was the superstar of that team? You think that Eagles <laughs> I mean, team that year? Yeah, was it Dallas no, it was, Goddard? No, nah, it was Carson Wentz. Wentz no, 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 no. Are you but talking about just in the Super Bowl? In the Super Bowl. I mean, I feel in like it was super, kinda... in the Super Bowl. I think you have to give it to Wentz. I mean. Foles. To Foles, yeah. I think you have to because they went in as dogs, like yeah, big time, and yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah, I, they, they, they wasn't supposed to win Foles. that game. Hey, that 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 Super Bowl touchdown. Hey, that that's iconic, boy. That's iconic, man. As as one of the greatest Super Bowls I ever watched. Um, that was a good Super Bowl, and then we got the Rams and the the Pats. What? Man, if you don't like defense, you hated that Super Bowl because that Super yeah. Bowl was defense, defense, defense. Yeah, that one was that one was bad. That was not good. Not good. Oh man. All right. Um uh I, we don't have tickers for all of them. 
Oh, mm. that's okay though. Um, you wanted to bring this up, uh, David Baca Diari. Yes, David B. This is you know more about your Packers. I'm gonna let you kind of roll on with him. You tell me what's going on. Yeah, so we'll uh we'll talk about this in a segment that I will make up now and call it call it Packers Corner. So today there was a presser with uh, with GM Brian Gunkins and he got asked uh, a couple questions. One of the questions was involving uh, obviously Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. Okay. Um, pretty much they asked if he was ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Like, how would that go? And Brian told the press that if he was ready to move on, he would be able to look Aaron in the eyes, tell him thank you for everything, and move on. Brian said that he would love to have Rodgers back in the building, but he knows that he needs time for, you know, he needs a little bit of time uh, during the offseason. Um, probably in the next couple months, Rogers said that he wasn't going to hold the team hostage um, and he was going to let him know his decision well before uh, free agency and stuff gets underway in March. Um, okay, I was about to say that's March. So I, I would probably, I would guess probably mid-February we'd probably hear something from Rogers. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear something soon. Um, what's, your, what's your percentage of Rogers being done? I'll give it a I'll give it a 40 60. I think 40% is done. I mean, do you really think that Rodgers doesn't want to go out on top? No, I don't. I I think that uh I think that Rodgers wants to come back for one more season, see if he still got it. Um and then uh I I think you know what? Cuz I've I've already told you my theory well well before any of this started going down. So, I will share it with the fans now. Here's my theory, um, and you can you can mark it as today. It is January thirteenth, two thousand twenty-three. This is my theory on what's going to happen this offseason. Aaron Rodgers will come back on a one-year deal on a on a one-year deal. He'll play the twenty twenty-three season. He will try and go out on top, maybe win a Super Bowl. I think he'll be a lot more in tune with his receivers this year, and we can actually get the the ball rolling similar to how he did in twenty twenty. Um, the schedule that just was released, um, for our our opponents doesn't seem very hard. So I think we'll have a better shot at making the playoffs next year and hopefully not fumbling the bag. But all that aside, I think Rogers comes back for the 2023 season. It's his last ride and he knows it. Um, he kind of lets the front office, you know, know that before. So those voidable years that he signed, um, when he signed back with us, last off season um, will be voided and we won't be in salary cap hell. But then we signed Jordan Love to his fifth year option. Make sure he's really ready to go. And uh, 2023 off season beginning of 2024, there is a seamless transition and Jordan Love is in the starting quarterback. But I do think that Aaron Rodgers will have a last dance, so to speak. Um, in 2023 with the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Now, 
if he does per se get that and does come back, does Rodgers play all season or does Rodgers get benched? I think Rodgers starts the season. Um, and then I think they give it to about week eight. If you can make it halfway through the season, depending on what our record is, I think it's going to be a similar conversation in the front office as what it was at the be- at the middle part to like kind of the back half of this season. Like, you know, if there's not a per- percentage that we can make it in the playoffs, okay, now we start Jordan, see what we got. So now next season when, you know, you do have to pay him, talking 2024, of course, now you can say, all right, he's not what we thought he was when we took him in, in 2024 or in 2020. He's not what we thought he was going to be. So now we can trade him. Now he can go somewhere. We can trade him and we'll draft a quarterback. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Jordan Love's going to come in. He's going to win a couple games. Even if we don't get into the playoffs, he's still, we're still going to know that what we have in Jordan Love is legit. It was not just a fluke from what we got in the Eagles game in that small sample size. And then even the game again, it, it's not going to be a fluke. It's going to be, okay, this is who this guy is as a quarterback now. And we're confident with going forward with him. But I see us starting with Rogers because I think the front office is actually devoted to him. And I think Rogers, if it's going to be a last ride, he wants it to be on his terms. Right. As far as David Bakhtiari goes, um, he's already stated to the front office that he would like to come back, even though he is a free agent this year. He said that he would like to come back. Um, Guttenkunst today said that he wants him to come back. So it seems like there's mutual contractual stuff there. I think they'll try and work it out. So there's a team friendly deal. Um, maybe they can keep, maybe they can kick some of that cap cap space down the road um, for when we maybe lose Rogers and then, you know, our salary cap opens way up because we're not paying a quarterback $150 million anymore. Um, But I think that that is a big possibility of what is going to happen as far as that goes. Um, But yeah, other than that, that's pretty much the end of Packers corner for right now. I think, um, I think that it's going to be an interesting off season at a twelve six five Lombardi, but uh, we will see what goes on in the coming weeks with the Aaron Rodgers situation. It's understandable. Yep. Man, not having QB certainty is so fun. Yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> Man, dude, welcome to the what? Welcome to the Welcome. Welcome, buddy. <laughs> uh, one of our last topics we'll go over, man. Uh, y'all still at 16? Is that is that locked in? We're at 15 now. We moved up. 15. How about we... Uh, wait a minute. Give me five seconds. Yeah, for all you actual uh, viewers of the show here on, on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcast. Uh, yes, now we're so- at number 15. Yeah, Panthers are sitting at nine, Packers at 16. 15. Um, sorry. 15. Uh, 
You know, um, I guess I'll go first since we're ahead of y'all. Um, QB, 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 QB. It's it's pretty much where it's at right now. Um, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and state it now. Going right. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go ahead and just put it out there now. If Carolina doesn't trade up and draft a QB. That's okay. You become a Packers if they're fan? Gonna, if they're, yeah. If I've invested way too much money in the black and silver to ever become a Packers fan. Um, I'm pretty much stuck for life now. Do you understand? My wife would kill me if I told her I'm changing team. Um, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, yeah. All the money you've spent, you're changing teams now? No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> man, not nah, uh, – Bryce Young, dude, that's that's my QB one today, tomorrow, next year, next week. I don't care. Right now, he's my QB one. He's the best thing. I think he's the best QB I've seen at Alabama in a while. I think he was better than Tua and Mac Jones, and yeah, uh, numbers numbers don't lie when it comes to that. Um, the only thing he hasn't done that they did was win a national championship. That's okay because he beat Georgia, and yep, in the last in the last two years, and that's kind of a big thing. He didn't beat them in the playoffs when they played last year, and that's okay, but he still beat them at least once. Um, Heisman winner and all that, but, yeah, I uh, I would give uh, – it's not Bryce Young. Um, C.J. Stroud's cool too, but we don't even know if C.J. Stroud's coming out yet. He has till – is it Monday, Tuesday? It's one of the next couple days, and – it's in yeah in in the next coming days, he has to declare for the draft. And Marvin Harrison Jr. his wide receiver one, um, tweeted out some emojis today that was like the the eyebrow raising and <clears throat> a smiling emoji. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if CJ banks on himself and goes and stays in Ohio State. I think it would be dumb because right now he's sitting at probably the second best QB right now. And this draft, next draft, is loaded. Drake May, UNC, Caleb Williams, USC, Quinn Ewers, Texas. Then add CJ Stroud. That's that's four. That's huge. You said you said Caleb Williams. Yeah, USC. What, what school did you say he was he was associated with? USC. Oh, that's weird. I'm pretty sure he's a Badger. I'm. Different, I'm pretty Caleb. Sure. different, different Caleb. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking about the quarterback. Ah, okay. Yeah, I was gonna now, say. Yeah, there's. I think there's two of them. Yeah. Nah. Um. That both go to USC. Yeah. I, yeah. They. I think they both did actually. But one of yeah. them is now a Badger. Yeah. I was um, gonna say the receiver is now a Badger. Yeah, yeah. The quarterback that just won the Heisman is not. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. I, I see what you mean now. Yeah, but um, yeah that ah. that it, it it's hard for him. I was thinking of C.J. Williams. That's my fault. That's my fault. Same last name, totally yep. different person. They did yep. both play for USC though. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, that's awesome. Do you do your research, kids? <laughs> uh, that's right. Um, but. You know, I think he wants to get away. It, it's one of three things for me. One, he wants a national championship. 
understandable. After watching that game he played versus Georgia, if they'd have beat Georgia, they'd be national champions right now because TCU came out and just quit. So they'd have beat TCU. TCU not as looked- bad, not as bad as Georgia did, but they'd have beat them. And that just shows why TCU probably shouldn't have been in the in this college football playoffs. TCU looked like TCU did the last five years. They just yeah. <laughs> didn't look good. I mean, yeah, TCU did not look good. I turned the game off in the first quarter because I think the yep. score was like, I think it was already like 30 to zero. I was like, there's yeah, at half. No it was like 35, seven. Yeah. It was yeah. Just I, yeah. I quit watching it. Cause I'm, I'm not watching this. This is just ridiculous. And it shows right there why the college football community needs to disband. And, it, and, and you know, yeah, but, um, yeah. So, my guys right now for the Carolina Panthers pick at nine, who if they pick them at nine or trade up, I'm not going to complain about QB-wise, I should say, is Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Um, I do like Anthony Richardson from Florida. Mm-hmm. He's a project quarterback. Do not give me the Cam Newton comparisons to completely different players. I don't care how big and fast he is, completely two different players. Um. I'll but, give you the less fast Michael Vick comparison. That's that's fine with me as long as he's accurate. But he's one of them guys that's going to need to sit for probably a year or two because if that man could pan out, the man's ceiling is insane. So that's that that's the three QBs that I, I would want. I don't want Will Levis. Keep him away from me. Uh, the man puts mayonnaise in his coffee as creamer. That is the nastiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, no, you 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 stay away. Um, there's something else really nasty that he does. I don't remember what it was. I can't remember. Um, but no, I I don't want him nowhere near my team. Um, at nine, if you don't trade back, and all the QBs have have already been gone. Um, you could always go edge. I'm down for an edge rusher. Um, we kind of need an edge to go with Brian Burns because yes, Brian Burns is nice, but Brian Burns would be very nice if you give him a friend. So, you know, I'd be cool with a Tyree Wilson. Um, even if Carolina traded up and got Will Anderson, I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain or traded up and got Jalen Carter. You know, I mean, you trade up to three with Seattle and you take Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, whichever one doesn't fall, I'm not going to complain about that either. Um, I do like Ty- Tyree Wilson. And um, so I, if you want corner, I know a lot of people are saying, well, get a cornerback. I think it's dumb to do that in the first round for Carolina. But yeah. if you do that, trade back. Just trade back, acquire more picks. That's that's fine. Um. Just, just trade back. It's not worth anybody in the top 10, in my opinion. But um, for the Packers at 15, um, I'm going to throw this out there real quick, give you something just to kind of go off of. You're talking about David not coming back. Is left tackle an option at 15? So I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. We drafted this kid uh, – little known out of Wake Forest last year called named Zach Tom. And 
every time that kid has touched the field, he's played every single position on the line except for center this year at some point nice. in the game. And that kid is solid. He doesn't nice. look big, but he can he can battle with the best of them. And let me tell you something. When Yash was getting beat up uh, in Detroit versus, uh, versus Aiden Hutchinson, we were replacing with Zach Tom. Rodgers didn't take a sack the rest of the game. Nice. Can't really tell me that uh, that's just coincidence. Right. I mean, this, this kid has been in and out of the lineup. Uh, and you know what? If David does leave or if Yash leaves, whoever, that kid's getting one of the starting five spots because he deserves it. Um, as far as um, drafting goes, and thank you because that was a uh, – I know that there's a lot of stud linemen in the draft, um, but I don't think we really need any of them, especially in the first round. Hopefully we're going to do something that we've never done before, um, well, since 2002 – when it came back to, to bite us because our pick did not really pan out very well. Um, but out of, uh, out of Notre Dame, give me tight end Michael Mayer, who is a freak of a man. Um, the reason why I want Michael Mayer is because I want a younger Robert Tunyon. I want a athletic Robert Tunyon who has good hands, who goes over the middle, does hands catching, catching, I mean, you you name it. The kid can block. He he's fast. He can get downfield and give you vertical speed. I mean, Michael Mayer has all of the uh, all the tools to be a great tight end and a generational tight end. I think of like a yep. faster Mercedes Lewis. That's scary. Uh, also, one that I think we've been mocked to get for a very long time. Um, but one that I really hope does land with us is Jordan Addison. Um, you know, with Randall Cobb not knowing if he's going to come back or not and us needing an X receiver because we have Christian Watson who can stretch the field on the outside and then Romeo Dobbs is a possession guy. You give us Jordan Addison, now we have an X who can fly downfield, get those first downs, find the opening in the middle of the field. I think that gives not only Aaron Rodgers, but when his time comes, Jordan Love, you got a real young receiving core that's real fast and they've got great hands. And I think that's a lot of promise. I know there's other receivers in the draft um, that we could go with. There's obviously Keyshawn Boutte. Um, I think you were talking to me about one the other day. Quentin I, Johnson, TC. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. Quentin yeah, Johnson. He's, he's really TCU. good. Uh, Ohio State, Jackson Smith in Jigba. Yes. That dude's ranked number one in the wide receiver rankings right now i think um i think between him and um quentin from tcu they're kind of ranked 1a 1b yeah jordan addison coming in it too jordan's really good but there's later guys in the wide receivers which when we get to our draft episode which i'm excited for man the draft is like one of my top three favorites of the nfl man i love my rankings i love my mock drafts We'll do all of that when we get to that episode. But man, that's that's there's some late round receivers in the second and third round. That's that's really sneaky. That uh, would would be really nice for both of our teams. So keep an eye. Fair on. enough. Hey, fair enough. Hey, look, Romeo Dobbs was the fourth round pick last year out of Nevada. Nobody thought he was going to be anything until Christian Watson you, you went down. You, you don't have to be a first round pick to be great. 
That's all I'm saying. Nope. You certainly don't, especially if you got a good quarterback throwing you the ball. Exactly. What's um, that like? Well, you know, it's been it's been nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's been nice. Oh man. <laughs> but uh look guys, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna wrap we up here. One more thing. We got one more thing. What do we got? Man, did the playoffs, man. Ah yes, I almost forgot. I'm, and I'm, this is what we'll do, I guess, since we've we'll go game by game and we will make our picks. We won't we won't take all night making these picks, we won't go in depth. But we'll start with the games this week and then as the week progresses next weekend when we have our next one, we'll talk those games and then so on and so forth until the Super Bowl. Um so Saturday, starting tomorrow at 4 30. We have the Seattle Seahawks and the 49ers. Uh, Cody, I'll let you start. Man, give me the Niners, man. Um, that Niners team is so dangerous. Brock Purdy's been playing out of his mind. I understand the Geno Smith comeback story, but honestly, Geno and the Seahawks needed us to lose, unfortunately, to the Detroit Lions to even make it into the playoffs. Um, and really, I just don't see Seattle's defense holding – the Niners all that much, especially with that dynamic offense and that Shanahan uh, scheme that we were talking about a little bit before the show. I mean, you're just not gonna, you're, you're just not going to stop it with the lackluster defense that they've been playing. Tariq Woolen's a great corner. And I think um, he will be effective in the game a little bit, but I just, I mean, I see a close one maybe uh, to the ring of like, I'll say like 27, 21, but, at the end of the day, I see uh, your boy CMC and the Niners coming out on top. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think the 49ers – Carolina fans, we need we need the 49ers to lose because we got their second, third, and fourth and all them other picks from CMC. We need them to lose so we get higher picks. But I can't cheer against Christian McCaffrey. I love the man. He's one of my favorite Panthers of all time. Um, so – um, I've got San Francisco winning this one by a uh, – I, I, uh, let's do a – give me a 35-17 score. I've got kind of a like kind of a beat down. Uh, the yeah. night game, this one, this one's probably – this one arguably is going to be one of the best games that we actually will see this weekend, if not in the playoffs. Um, Chargers and Jaguars. Um, I've got an upset. Give me the Jags. Give me the Jags. Yeah, give me the Jags, man. I like, I like, I like Mr. T Law. Hey, Mike Williams is out. I I ain't betting. I can't, it's hard to bet against Justin Herbert now. Herbert's a great quarterback. Mm -hmm. The Jags are heating up at the perfect time. Mike Williams is out. Um, Keenan Allen has had a very down year, sitting at 44th in yards with 752, four touchdowns, and we on 66 catches. I think he's missed some games this year. Yeah, I think games? he did have the the high ankle sprain or something earlier in the season, so he was out for a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it looks like he played – how many seat? There's 17, right? Yep, we got 17 game season. He missed seven weeks because he's got 10 games here he played. So yeah, so I mean he, he did miss some time. 
So I, I give you that. But um, but yeah, he he when he has been back, he hasn't really done a lot to. He's wide receiver one on that team, and he he's, he's been injured this year and stuff. So yeah, give give me the Jags. Um, yeah, give me the Jags. Give me the Jags in a. In a seven in a twenty seventeen victory, it's going to be a field goal, walk off field goal. Okay, yeah. Um, I also had the Jack the Jags, uh, but for different reasons. That defense led by uh, Josh Allen has been on par lately. I mean, you you think about a defense that has hit on all cylinders lately. I mean, the back half, guys are getting picked, guys are getting sacks. I mean, forced fumbles, strip fumbles, tackles, sack. I mean, you know, anything that you would need from a defense for it to be successful. I don't know what Doug Peterson said to them, like, during the during the middle part of the season to get them to roll like this, but that Jacksonville team is rolling. And I really think it's given Trevor Lawrence the, the confidence that he didn't have when that defense went from Saxonville to, to nothing, essentially, when, when uh, Trevor Lawrence got there. Um, Travis Etienne's running the ball pretty well right now. Um, DJ Chark is really looking like he uh he's earning that contract <laughs> that he um him and Kirk paid. Ah, yeah, yeah, Christian Kirk. Sorry, DJ Chark. Sorry, I got I got Jacksonville in my mind just the wrong year, right? Um, but uh, but yeah, Kirk is uh he's he's earning his paycheck. Um, they look good, man. They they look really good. So, I, and, I like, uh, and they played in week three of this past offseason of this past season. Jaguars won 38 10. If that tells you anything, so yes, they yeah. were. I think, I think the Chargers were without, were they without Keenan Allen? Yes, no Keenan Allen that game, but no receiver for them had over 100 yards. Trevor Lawrence threw for 262 yards and three touchdowns on zero interceptions. So yeah, uh, give me the Jags in a close game, like I said. But yeah, what's your uh, what's your final score for that one? Yeah, so I'm gonna have it going out a little bit, uh, probably a little bit, you know, a uh, little bit high scoring, a little bit more high scoring. Still close though. I've got the uh, I've got the Jags coming out on top, 31 to 28. Okay. Okay, I like it. Uh, Bills, Dolphins. This is your Sunday game starting at one o'clock. Uh, if I'm mind reading you, I'm guessing a Skylar Thompson-led Miami Dolphins gets blown out. <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, oh, oh! Absolutely. No, no, no. Blown out. Yes. Uh, Buffalo is going to win this game, and it's not even going to be close. All right. Uh, we know. We know Josh Allen. We know the Bills defense. Who do they not have offense? Who do they not have that is better than Miami right now? I mean, I guess you could argue Stephon Diggs over Tyreek Hill, but Skylar Thompson's going to probably throw overthrow Tyreek Hill by like 15 yards. Uh, it, it's just not going to be close, folks. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I was going to come in here and be modest and be like, oh, you know, like maybe like 21, you know, to like 14. No, no, no. It's going to be like 45 to zero. At halftime, I, I mean, it's not even going to be close. I mean, you're talking about argu arguably the best team in the AFC. I mean, what are we doing here? 
These guys are not going anywhere. Miami? No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Try again. Try again next year. <laughs> uh, man, dude, I, I can't give you the 45 number score now. I ain't doing all that. But uh, yeah, give me a um, give me a 27-14 or 28-14 Buffalo Bills win over the Dolphins. Um, the only reason I give the Dolphins 14 is because they still have Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. Uh, all Skyler has to do is get the ball to them. That's all he's got to do. The, yeah, but that's the, defense, the problem. The, the defense isn't awful and stuff. But yes, I, I don't know. I don't really know much about Skylar Thompson. I don't know if really anybody does. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I've got the Bills. Um, the four o'clock game, another game that I think could be very, very good. Or depending on how both teams show up, could be very, very bad. Vikings and Giants. Um, and this game, I think this game is 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 going to come down. It's going to come down. It's going to be tight. Um, but give me the Vikings in a twenty-one to fourteen win. Absolutely not. Give me the Giants. Saquon Barkley is going to run all over this team, and I can't wait to watch. I will have my popcorn ready gladly when Saquon Barkley runs through Zadarius Smith's freaking face mask. Hey, I can't wait. You wouldn't have said that last year. No, I wouldn't have. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I love it. But um, no, but, but give me the Giants. Uh, I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. I don't think that Daniel Jones is the guy in New York. I never really have. Um, but I think that he has stepped up in bigger games than Kirk Cousins has been able to. Um, minus the Colts game, because I know you guys are going to be flaming talking about, oh, but they had the biggest comeback. It's the Colts. Let's relax. Um, Matt Ryan has been a part of the three biggest comebacks in NFL history. Yeah, Matt Ryan's a sad story, huh? Matt Ryan has been a part of that game. The 28-3 game. And I'm pretty sure that I read something that said he was part of the biggest comeback in preseason history, too. And I'll tell you what, dude. <laughs> hey, hey, man, I'm tired, dude. I wouldn't play another snap. I'm, I like, really nah, hope I'm done, dude, because I'm tired of getting getting comeback on, man. I, every Look, time I get back, came back on, man, I keep getting just – they keep digging my hole. So well, back no, to I'm another done. back to another segment that we had talking about quarterbacks that need to just you know retire, yeah, get off Matt the horse. Ryan. Matty Ice, it's time <laughs> yeah, to go, baby. Yeah. We we got the buddy. car out back. We got the yeah, car. Yeah. It's warm. It's been warm for like four years now, buddy. Yeah, you you had an MVP uh, season, man. You you just couldn't seal the deal. Like, you, it, it's waiting. We got champagne. Oh, uh, it's fantastic. No, but uh, but but give me um, give me New York yeah. over Minnesota. It's not going to be a it's not going to be a a blowout or anything. I I got them. I got it thirty five twenty eight. Okay, I like that. I I like I said, it it really depends because if we get the Vikings when they played Dallas, the Giants would run all over them. But you could say the same for the Giants when they played a team that ran all over them. Yeah. Or if we get the Vikings that played the Bills earlier this year and the Giants that played the Giants football like they have, 
What, what what if we get the the Vikings that that played that that played the, the Packers? The first time or the second time? You know which time I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, that's that. See, that right there is that. Which team is going to show up? Because you know that if you played the Vikings twice and they'd have played you the first time, like the second time, like did the first time, they'd have probably swept y'all this year. And I ain't even trying to crap talk. I'm just being serious. They're not a bad team. They are good. They're I not. Like, and that I really like Justin Jefferson, but Kirk Cousins ain't the answer, dog. I don't care. Kirk Thuggins, I don't care. It's all funny. It's great. Kirk Cousins just ain't the answer, but good for Kirk, man. I, I don't, I don't, you know, you like that, you know, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk's never been the answer, but Kirk I mean, is you know, a goofy man, dude. That's a goofy dude. He's that dude is he, something else. He's a walking dad joke, dude. He really, he, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I, I could see, I could see the Giants pulling it out, and it really wouldn't surprise me. Between that game and the Chargers and Jags, I think it has the potential to be the two best games of the night of this yeah. weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Bengals Ravens, eight fifteen that night. No this Lamar one, Jackson, so this one's going to go just like the Buffalo Miami game, man. Yeah, I, and I, I hate to yeah. say it, we we seen what. They just put a whooping on the Ravens like last Sunday. And then they got to play them again. And they can be like, well, the Ravens are going to come in with a different uh, scheme. That's fine. Who's your quarterback? Because Lamar Jackson's hurt and Tyler Huntley is hurt also. So you're sitting with who? Okay, then. Yeah. yeah give me uh, give me Cincinnati in a – I think they're going to make a statement. Give me a uh, – a 42-14 game, uh, Bengals. Yeah, I'm actually going to ride the same boat as you. Give me 40-14 to 14 for, yeah. for the Bengals because I, I think they're going to come in with a vengeance from last year, man. After not being able to seal that, that Super Bowl win, I think they got some, some fire in their heart. I don't think they'll make it past the Kansas City Chiefs, just me personally, but – Oh, the, the, the Joe Burrow Revenge Tour has officially kicked off, and it's it's going to be a very interesting offseason because if Burrow wants where he wants to go, he's going to have to pass Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes, which he is 5-0 and both, versus both of them combined. Not going to give him – not going to hate on him for that. I Good for Burrow. But, you know, for certain people that like to say Burrow is the best quarterback in the league – I need more than just a Super Bowl loss. By the way, in case any of you guys are wondering, uh, they know who we're talking to if they're listening. They know. know. (laughs) Um, The Monday night game, the game that I hope is just the biggest tail whooping of all, man. Give me (laughs) the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I hope. And Dallas is the biggest choke artist, so this is why it scares me to death, dude. They got a mighty. These dudes will just – they'll come out. They, this team could go 17-0, go to the first round of playoffs, and they'd lose about 40. Especially if they're playing the Packers. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, it wasn't a catch. Um, it was not a catch. It, it was not a catch. It was not a catch. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was not a catch. If they, if they go by what today's standards are, that's not a catch. <laughs> was not a catch. <laughs> that's not a catch, champ. Uh, he didn't Dallas fans, if you're listening ball. right now, I want you to know you will never win this on this podcast. It was not a catch. Uh, uh, you're bad. <laughs> With that being said, uh, Dallas, I need you to, I need you to ball out. Because I need y'all to beat the brakes off of Tom Brady. But it goes, it's, it's hard. It goes against my better word to bet against Tom Brady, and especially in the playoffs. But I'm going to do it. Uh, give me Dallas in a 21-17 victory. 21, can you do something for me? Yeah, beat beat Tampa. That's what I, that's what you can do for me. Twenty one. Hit it. Hit a little rich flex. For yeah. Hit a little rich flex. Put time in the put time in the bag, dog. I need you. Yeah, I need this. So Man. this is the one and only time, Dallas, that you will ever hear me say go Dallas. So, uh, you know, I need, I need them boys to come out, and I need them boys to put a beat down on Tom Brady. So yeah, give me a twenty one seventeen Dallas victory. Man, I'll be honest with you. I have not been impressed with either team and how they've been playing recently. Um, but I will be honest, I've been more impressed with Dallas. Um, Dad Tom Brady, just has not been having a good year to be 12 and 5. I think he leads the league in interceptions and stuff. He's not looking good. Uh, a little known fact about Dak Prescott, or maybe it is well known, um, just depends on what type of stats you keep up with. I do believe that every single game that Dak has played in this year, he's thrown at least one interception. Um, that's not going to get you very far in the playoffs. It might get you past Tampa Bay because they are very, very beat up right now. I, I mean, you're going to play a Tampa Bay team that it, it, this is not the same team from, from 20, 2019. Like this, this is not them. It, it's really not. Um, nobody's the same. Everybody is a shell of themselves pretty much. Um, I do think that uh, that Dallas pulls this out. I don't think they pull it out convincingly, nor do I think that they get past the divisional rounds of the playoffs. However, give me Dallas 28-21. I like it. I like it. So, um, yeah. So, that's it for, for, the, uh, for the first episode. Um, got everything out we wanted to talk about that was awesome um so yeah we will be back probably next friday is when we will try to start making these kind of a thing where we record friday and get this posted up on youtube if not we will definitely shoot for saturdays yeah um other than that man just uh like subscribe share you know let people know trying to start out having some fun come join us you know and uh let's let's grow this thing let's let's have some fun with it so yep um well all right peace <laughs>